time for the Plank Show. Let's go to work, brother! It's time for the Plank Show with Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Just don't do it while you're driving. Now, live from the Sports Talk Network studios, powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. It's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. Does it feel good to be back, Pierce? It feels great. Does it feel normal after being away for three months? Yes. An entire semester for me. How long is a semester? Three months, right? Three months, yeah. August, September, September. Yeah, three, four months. Welcome back. It feels good to be back. Josh is on vacation, so for those that are new to the program, Pierce was our intern to start the year. And then he became so much more than an intern. Became a staunch defender, the Baylor Bears. Um, but really, kind of a you you cry. You had a couple viral moments this year too during the season. Yeah, I had another one kind of get uh, blown Uh-oh. up the other day. Uh, I went to the Denton Geyer DeSoto game to cover Uh-oh. that last one they played, and I, I tweeted out something along the lines of Peyton Bowen just laid out Jonte Cook, who's <laughs> a, he's a like, oh! yeah, he's a four star four star Texas commit, and I just said like maybe a preview of the Red River rivalry. And it was going well. It was going, you know, just Sooner fans were liking it up. It was, everybody on. liked it. And then a Texas fan got a hold of it. And there, some Texas fans commented something like, you poor kid. And, th- yeah, they, they, were kinda, they, were kinda, they were kinda going at me. They were saying, like, one guy said it was misleading. Um, so if you want to go it's, check that out. it's. I mean, no, no offense. And, and I feel like from an Oklahoma person, this isn't a shot at anyone. But isn't all of the recruiting world just misleading? I mean, isn't that pretty much everything? Yeah. I mean, I was literally just saying that he hit him hard. <laughs> that's that's literally and like in the actual like reply, the guy was like, "Yeah, he hit him hard, but it was an overthrown ball or something like that." Can, can we like, listen? Okay. I, I got to lay out everything in the show, but I want to revisit that because so you were there, you saw yeah yeah it was Jackson there. Arnold's final game. Okay, yes. let's let's put a pin in that for like two minutes. Two minutes. I have to do the. I have to do the opening announcements for the show, right? We got we got to make sure we lay it all out. I feel like there's a formula that needs to be followed here. Did you have a good night last night? I had a great night good. last night. Anything? Fo- I mean, like college boy enjoying. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little dehydrated. We'll we'll call. I like it that. This you don't morning. look it. Really? You don't look, yeah. Hey, that's, well done. You know that's well step done. one. You would know if anything was wrong with <laughs> right. me. It's like is Plank dying in there? <laughs> but last night was fun. Uh, had a little event that I went to. Had a blast at it. Got to see a lot of people. Didn't get anything cool off the record, like. Uh, but I, I got to be honest with you, it didn't really try. I was just, I was in non-work mode. I think Matt Archibald gets tired of being around me because I love talking shop with him. So whenever we get together, it's kind of like, yeah, what do you think about this? And probably in his mind, he's like, will you please stop talking talk about, about sports? Else. Right, talk yeah. about anything else. But so it was a good night. Then I got home. I watched the Thursday night football game, and here's something shot. I fell asleep early. Like, I was in bed before 11. That's super early for me. So I fell asleep a little early, so I'm a little rested. I'm ready to go on a Friday. Um, I want to remind you a couple of times before these bowl games kick off because this is going to be a fun show. We have a bowl game going on. We'll have the 4A Division II State Championship, 
that will start at 11 a.m. between Carthage and Wimberley that we'll be able to watch together. Um, so that's in Texas. Texas still has its state championship. So that's and I don't even remember. I, I had it all. I had it all written down. Then I left my sheet. I think in the other production room, which is always actually. You know what I just realized? I left my notebook at home. So we're off to a great start already yeah, on the program. This is exactly how you draw it up. Oh my gosh! And it had a lot of really good notes in it too. Oh my goodness! But uh, the Bulls do start today. So the bowl game that tips off early today, I think it's uh, just like the state championships in, in in Texas high school football. I think it's 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. for the hometown lenders Bahama Bowl between Miami of Ohio and UAB. And then 3 o'clock this afternoon for the UTSA Troy game, which is the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. So a couple of opportunities, final chances to get involved in our bowl pick Go to ESPN, click on the bull pick them. Our, our group name is Unhitch the Wagon, and the password is Sooners Capital S. I'm so sick and tired of seeing your, your text or your text getting read on the air that say, what's the bull password? It's Sooners with a capital S. That's the first S that's capitalized, not the second one. It's that simple. But come join us. Did you get your entry in? I did not actually. I, I, I this is the first time I've heard of. You've got it's, two hours and thirty minutes. minutes. Since I, okay, I'll, I'll get on that in, in the break. In the break, I'll sign up for. Well, it. we're gonna talk about Den Guy here in just a second. But so please, please go check that out. It's it's they've got a lot of really cool prizes, and I think I think Toby was talking about it. But uh, some of the prizes here you go. The winner of the poll pick'em gets a portable wireless speaking uh, speaker. Hundred dollar interurban gift cards are available. A hundred dollar Pepe Delgado gift cards the most important prize of all autographed unhitch the wagon books and ref gear t-shirts and i wear the beanie i snagged a beanie a while back i've kind of been a i've kind of been a gear smuggler here on the ref i I think that you know i took care there was a there was a group of of ladies that listened to the show and they were having a reunion here i think what i what i end up smuggling casey like 16 t-shirts for them I gotta be careful, man. I might might show up as docked on my next check. But no, in all seriousness, uh, we got ref gear. We're gonna be giving away, so it's all it's all good, man. And I hope you guys all go join it. We want to be the number one group on ESPN, and right now we're number two, just behind some crouton site. So check it out, bull pa- the Bulls pick them. I don't know what I was trying to say. The Bull pick them. Group name unhitch the wagon. Password Sooners with a capital S. Here's the guest list for today's program. Coming up at 10 a.m. this morning, uh, one final time, we're going to check in with uh, my man Brad Beller, state champion for Washington. My Warriors got it done. Uh, I saw Brad when I was dropping the kiddos off yesterday, and it was exciting to see him. I know they had a – I think one of their assistants got married last night. I think. I'll have to double-check with them. But uh, Brad Beller is going to come on with us at 10 a.m. At 10.30 – Sam Godwin will join us. Oklahoma, I guess you could say, I, I wrote an article about Sam, and the term that kept coming up was diamond in the rough, underappreciated, you know, gutty dude. And so we'll talk to Sam. And it's funny because I saw Sam's bio and I was like, huh, from Capel to Ada to more. I'm like, man, what's it like to move around a lot? He, he set me straight pretty quick because not, not a bad way, but it's a really fun conversation. I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, in addition, I didn't add this on the tweet rundown, but 
Austin Stogner was on with Teddy and Gabe on their podcast, and it was it was really good. It was really good. Stogs, I think it's fair to say, wasn't always the best interview, but he wasn't terrible, right? You've had these guys that you've talked to with Sooner Knightley. Oh, you Knightley? Oh, you Knightley. There's a handful of things that, that I do over there that I've talked to. There's some guys that, that just don't give you right answers sometimes. Right, and, and, and sometimes they'll sometimes they'll – They'll do right by you if that's the proper you know term to use. They'll give you a good answer, and you're like, okay, all right. right that that. Other yeah. times you're like, can't ah, use any of this. Can't use any of this audio. <laughs> but in the case of Austin Stogner, that was one thing that immediately jumped out at me listening to this. He is polished, man. He sounds really good. So we'll share a little bit of that coming up later on in the program. And as always, we love to hear from you. The best way to get in touch with the show is the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. You can, you can hit the Riverwind Casino call-in line. That's old school, old school to pick up the phone and call us, 405-329-9000. A couple of really good calls on the show over the last few weeks. Twitter is kind of where I make my hay. It's where I live. I'm at Plank Show. Pierce is at Leffelholtz TV. In fact, you can find his Twitter handle on my tweet for the show today. And everybody should be following us at KREF Sports. Is that, is that everything announcement-wise? I think we're good, right? I believe that's it. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. One more. Got to make sure I take care of Mark and Tessa for the holidays. Hour 1 is always brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. They've got a holiday special currently going on from Van Hoos Fence. You can purchase 100 feet of fence and receive a free game. Good for new or replacement fencing. Financing available, 405-735-1167. All right, we're good. So you were there. Yes, You were there last Friday? Or was it Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, last Saturday. When Jackson Arnold and Peyton Bowen lost. Now, the initial thought was, and I was listening to, I don't remember who it was that was talking about it. Maybe it was, maybe it was, Josh McQuistion, I think is who it was. I think I just expected that we would be sitting here this weekend and watching Ditton Geyer and Jackson Arnold play in the Texas State Championship game. I think a lot of people expected yeah. that for, what are they, uh, f- 6A? 6A Div 2. 6A Division 2. the highest one. Okay. What, ha- what happened? Well, um, it, they got off to a really slow start, and Jackson Arnold really was never given a fair chance. The DeSoto defensive line, that's – the best defensive line showing I've seen in a playoff game ever in Texas high school playoff history. I mean, they were – I mean, it was just – they were so polished. It was – they were getting to the quarterback on every single play, and he just had no time. I mean, they took a 19-0 to lead to start the game, and Den Geyer was just smacked in the face. They just couldn't come back after that. Yeah. It was a, it was a close game. Uh, going into the fourth, it was a one-score game. And they they were down three scores at one point. So the Dengar sideline, they're going nuts. Like it was loud because we were really? we was at the Ford Center. So that's like their the Cowboys practice facility, a little like indoor type thing. Frisco, right? Yeah, Frisco. And uh, and so it was loud and it, the energy was high. And then Desoto just ran away with it. The way that it was described to me was, yes, Dengar has some rock stars in Bowen. And Jackson Arnold, I think there's a couple more, right? There's a opposite side of the ball, the other corner. I mean, the other safety or something like that. He's a four-star committed to LSU as well. There you go. But DeSoto 
had a bunch of a bunch of dudes that are playing college, like Houston guys that are going to Houston and they've and got guys, the AC schools. They've got guys that are like so their quarterback Darius Bailey is his name. He is going to be very good, mm-hmm. and he is a junior right now. No stars. His only offer that's listed on twenty four seven is Austin PA. Oh wow! So like. Oh, he, Austin P. Yeah, okay. Austin P. Yeah, so he'll scared me there for a moment. I'm yeah. like, did they go French on us? <laughs> so uh, they'll be like, he's gonna go like somewhere, and then they have a sophomore running back that had two or three touchdowns, who has obviously no offers because he's a sophomore. So like, you, like you said, they are just top to bottom. That was a crazy team. Mm. Mm. Um, what do you think of Jackson Arnold in person? I haven't seen him in person. Oh, I've I've seen him in person. I've never seen him play in person. Whenever he had the right time and the receivers were open, he was making the throws. You know, he definitely doesn't have a lack of arm talent. Um, so maybe it's one of those situations where, you know, that defense, it was really his run game was was not really there. Okay. You know, normally he has that threat where he'll have 70 yards on the grounds. He had two rushing touchdowns, but he never really had a chance to really get into the open field with his legs. So the kind of dual threat aspect of Jackson Arnold wasn't there, and he he made a couple big throws, especially late in the game, to bring his team back into it. Like he he did as much as he could, um, but it just wasn't enough. But I, he's the arm talent. Watching him in warm ups, I mean, it's just effortless. I mean, he he's hitting everybody in the chest. I mean, he he's he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of talent. I think that it was t- number one. I was I'm not going to lie to you. I originally saw a tweet that hit the timeline that said something along the lines of his next game will be for the Sooners. And I thought, was the state championship this weekend? Because I thoroughly enjoy – I'm not even trying to be a smartass. I love this weekend. I really do. Football's pretty much over, but get a few bowl games. But you get Texas State championship games. And in I think Craig Way, I feel like he calls all of them, right? But you're watching, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I know that dude's going here or that dude's going there. And I think there's actually an Oklahoma guy that's going to play today. Um, if, if Hold on. I got, now I'm opening my mouth, and I can't. I'll get corrected on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. But I think uh, one of the OU guys is actually still alive for the state championship. I'm watching 3A1 right now, 3A Division One, and then at 11 a.m., this game wrapped up last night. At 11 a.m., they start 3A Division Two, and then it just goes throughout the day, which is Awesome. So you get a full day of Texas high school football and tomorrow too. But I, I think most of us just kind of thought, all right, we'll be able to watch him the state championship game and, you know, see him carry this team to a title. But they just kind of got – they got ambushed, I think, is the only way you can really put it. Right? Yeah, 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 100%. After the game, you know, being on the field, we were, we were going to try and get an interview with Jackson Arnold, Peyton Bowen. And when we're down there, and it just – everyone looked shocked from Denton Geyer. I mean, it was – it was a really weird scene. Hmm. So we got an interview with Jackson Arnold. He was he was real short uh, with his answers. Obviously, he's upset. This you know Peyton Bowen. All all of them were in tears. You know it was it was a rough scene. So we went over and we it was actually, a rough scene. <laughs> it was it was a rough scene. I, I felt bad, you know. But we drove all the way down there. You know, right. We tried to get a bite. Um, and you talked about like Austin Stogner giving you good answers. We went over and we talked to four star Jonte Cook, uh, commit to Texas. That guy that Peyton Bowen hit earlier, and they were kind of. Uh, John at each other the whole game. They were they were kind of talking talking a little crap to each other. And I went after and I was like, hey, like you and Peyton Bowen are kind of battling a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what's it like to play against a guy right. of that caliber? Like you guys are, he's a five star, you're a four star, that kind of thing. And he was like, I wouldn't really call it battling, you know. Um, Peyton Bowen kind of switched off me a couple of times. Oh, you don't really want to <laughs> battle like that. 
So if if he ends up coming back uh, and he flips to OU and that Red River rivalry comes over and they're both playing in the Red River rivalry, I'm, re- I'm, I'm quote tweeting that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blowing it up. I'm telling the Texas fans I was right and you were wrong, and I'm, I'm really milking it for sure. What's the sense you get on that? What do you mean? Peyton Bowen. Man, it's hard to say. Before First of all, let's go ahead and make this very clear. Um, Oklahoma's not offering $2 million. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, that's, that was that's, that's, crazy. that's not real. Uh, I know some of my, well, you just, no, I know. I'm telling you right now, Oklahoma is not in a uh, financial battle with Oregon <laughs> matching $2 million. If Oregon is offering $2 million to a kid, out, of, I, I think it'd be hard to say no. If anyone's offering $2 million to a safety, I think it'd be hard to say no. I don't think anyone's offering $2 million right now. So no. Notre Dame, boo-hoo, it's open. Might still end up going there, but you don't have to make – well, I almost cussed. Uh, you, almost, you don't have to make stuff up just in order to feel better about potentially losing a recruit. But seeing him, did you get a sense or a buzz? Man, at the game, before yesterday, I, I would have told you if I had to bet on a team that he was going to, I was going to tell you Notre Dame. I, I I have been less convinced that he's coming. I've talked to a lot of the like recruiting guys behind mm-hmm. the scenes. I was less convinced than they are. They're they're pretty confident in him coming, but I wasn't. But then yesterday there was kind of a a surge. You know, you see a lot of crystal balls kind of flipping, and I think I think now Oklahoma fans should be more open to the idea that he flips over. I think everyone is still a little bit. If you look at Twitter, everyone's pretty confident that he's coming. They're kind of kind of talking talking mess to the Notre Dame fans. So I'd chill out a little bit. I don't, I don't know if he's coming 100, percent but I think Oklahoma should be the Oklahoma fans should be comfortable in 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 their position in this one. Can I tell you when I'm going to be confident about anyone who is currently committed? I think I know your answer. December 21st, yeah. whenever their name is on the <laughs> yeah. dotted line. That's when I'm going to feel really, really good about things. Yes, that I completely agree. It, it was like, but I saw he was crystal ball. Nope, I'll feel really nope. good. I need the pen on the paper. When And I don't think I'm doing the recruiting show on the 21st, but if, if I'm there or Toby or Chad or whomever is hosting it, when they're like, oh, we got a letter of intent in for this guy. We got a letter of intent in for Peyton. Then I'm going to be like, all right, good. He's coming. Let's go. That's whenever I'm going to – I don't need a crystal ball or I don't need a projection. I know some of you do. But with the way things have gone and with some of the conversations about the amount of money that's being thrown around out there, yeah, not worth it. Not worth losing your mind now. Let's wait until the 21st. All right, so we're just getting started. It's 921. When we come back, what is the latest from the portal? Where are we going? What's happening on campus? We'll dive into it all next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oh, look, at, I, I missed this yesterday. Allison Posey out of Tallahassee had tweeted that uh, Keon Brown, I mean, basically signed. So that's a good sign. Really? Yeah. I missed that too. Right. Um, she uh, a big day for our R- – Rickards Athletics. Keon Brown celebrated his commitment. Oh, commitment. Sorry, 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 sorry. Stop the presses. Commitment to you football. He will enroll early and head to campus in January. Teased for a second with the Alabama hat, but quickly reached for the OU hat. I feel like that's a guy that's been considered in the mix for quite a while. He is... 
he's a guy that's got a chance to play right away. 100%. He's a guy that's got a chance. And I know that we fall into these traps with high school players all the time, but I think I think Keon Brown is a guy that, that has a chance to play right away. And again, he's he's been committed for a minute. He's he's been a considered an Oklahoma commit for gosh, I want to say a couple months now. But he held a ceremony and kind of reaffirmed it. I think he had not in June. He had he had made his commitment, but officialized it yesterday with the press conference. So I don't know if it was ever in doubt or if he just Oh okay, I see. oh no, that's a teammate. Never mind. But yeah, I just I think people started coming after him. You started seeing a uh, a little bit of buzz about one, you know, Alabama knocking on his door and things of that nature. But here we are. All right, you want to get a couple of air comfort solutions texts in here before we talk portal? I would love to. Here's one for you from the 405. Uh, Pierce, any of these D linemen from DeSoto coming to Oklahoma? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Oh, they're saying he did have a signing ceremony. Okay. Well, I, that's what I was looking at. He he had it, he had that ceremony. So I didn't know if like it was. I'm looking at the same tweet you sent me, Brent, but I didn't know if he officially signed and sent in that letter of intent or if it was just a commitment ceremony. So there, that's good. Um, <laughs> Brown signing and Boeing sitting hitting someone hard. Today's show is getting filed under misinformation. All right, five eight zero eight. I'm just gonna tell you right now. It's your first warning. Teddy, is tra- Teddy has protected you guys for long enough. It's over. But um, I will say the hitting someone hard is still one of my favorite reactions now that I've gone through your Twitter mentions on that. My you, God. You, saw, you saw what I was talking about? Yeah. It's like, what? It was crazy. Why, I guess maybe from my perspective, of all the things you can get mad about on Twitter.com, like that's really not one of them. I just – that's not like for me one thing where it's like, oh gosh, look, and the hit. I mean, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, he popped him, got him good. Yeah, may have been, may have been a flag. Yeah, it probably should have been. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Boy, that's a weird setting in there for a playoff game, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird because there's nothing in the end zones. No, it's completely end on the end zones, and it's. It's smaller than you would think, if that makes sense. Or I guess what I expected, you know, because it's the Cowboys. You know, you think they're going to really do up their practice facilities. And it's just it's a little bit smaller than you think. But the marching bands are playing the entire time. So it is it is loud, loud the entire time. Kendall, any chance we can spend a segment on the arena? Kendall, Kendall, you're on the list. You made the list here today off the air cover. We have spent basically, Pierce, uh, I would say – the last three days on the potential of a new arena in Norman. So yeah, I saw like the mock-ups makes it like they're proposing something like the Star. Exactly. Now it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a football yeah. facility, yeah, but yeah, it would be yeah. a multi-purpose like, like a arena. Live kind of ding ding ding, and put it in the University North Park area. From what I understand, in the little bit of information I I did get. If, let's say they get negative feedback on this, if everyone's like, no, we don't want it, but then there aren't, I mean, there's a plan to upgrade the LNC. Now, it's not like number one on the depth chart. I think maybe it should be, but yeah, it's 
there is a plan, and I, I've seen the the pictures. There is a plan that basically lays out it's in the works. But if people say, hey, the uh, <laughs> the people of Oklahoma have spoken and they would love to see a new arena potentially and there is that want to spend money, then yeah, I think something could happen in University North Park to push towards the voters. And we had... You know, we had uh, Councilman Holman on yesterday to kind of better explain that to us. It's not, I mean, this isn't something that's going to the ballots in May, right, or or February. This is, all right, let's revisit this. And the new mayor has said, you know, hey, the bottom line here more than anything else is is maybe the culture, the political infighting. That was a really bad time when this came out a couple of years ago, and it just, it wasn't good. There wasn't a good climate for something like this. It's not a knock on anyone. It's just the reality. There was a lot of, of infighting that was going on. Mom and dad were fighting a lot. So now, you know, you fast forward a couple of years and you've got two very exciting coaches, right? Yeah, I think it's fair 100%. to say. You've got a, a an area that is is thirsty for growth in the University North Park. It. I heard some, I think it might have been Murdoch that said it's where it's where the new target is. I've lived here for seven years, and that's always been the place where Target is in Norman. Is there somewhere else that it used to be, and they moved it over there? I've only been here for three yeah, years, and I, that's, I mean, it's I It's always can't. been. Again, I, I frequent Target a little bit more than I should, right? right? Yes, 100%. But, but yeah, no, that's, that's always where it's been. But uh, we've seen growth over there. New restaurants, Embassy Suites, Trey Young's uh, Family Athletic Center is there. Um, they're, it's growing. It's a really cool part of town that's trying to grow I mean, they've got a TJ Maxx, for goodness sakes. But the reality is, you know, maybe in this process, they realize, huh, there's just not that thirst for it. So even though they revisited it, it it, it won't happen. It's, so. it's interesting, like, the conversation about a new basketball arena. It, it needs to be there. The Lloyd Noble Center is too big. I think it's just too big. Have you ever been to, like, TCU's? basketball arena before yeah yeah i have that i think is the perfect arena for tcu i mean they did a great job of it's it's right next to the football stadium it's it's kind of like uh what oklahoma state has sure um and it's small and it gets loud and they can fill it when was the last time the lloyd noble center was full oh gosh i don't even know by the way update target used to be where the hobby lobby is huh I couldn't even tell you where the Hobby Lobby is. It's right by the Chick-fil-A on Main Street. I live there. Oh. Um, yeah. So, oh, wait, wait, hold on here. I want to pause for just a minute. That, <laughs> but is, but that's not really new. That's like, we're going on almost a decade, y'all. I yeah, mean, that's that, not new. That's not new. That's not new. But I get, okay, now that makes sense to me. No idea. Maybe I'm too much, maybe I'm too much of a noob. I've only been here for, you know, eight years, seven years. But my point more than anything else is to pause here. That's pretty awesome spot for Target. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Great I mean, spot for Target. Great, Main great, Street. great I mean, spot. Put the Hobby Lobby over there where the Target That's is. What, yeah, 100%. Uh, but I think you're right. I think you're right. Maybe are we in a situation where the L- – this is your fault, Kendall. You brought it up. Are we in a situation where the LNC just has too many seats? I mean I – I think so. I think so. It's. I mean, if you go the, – the most crowded game that I've been to – I went and covered the Florida game last year. Okay. That, that was the ranked upset at the beginning of the year. And it was pretty full and mm-hmm. it was pretty loud, but it still wasn't packed. And I, again, I couldn't tell you the last time. 
The last time the Lloyd Noble Center was full was probably whenever Trey Young was here. Probably. Really? I, I, I just I it, it's so hard. It's just huge. <laughs> and then I mean Texas did the same thing that that OU's talking about. Texas had a massive basketball arena and they just uh got a new one and it's a lot smaller, it's a lot nicer. So we gotta follow along with Texas apparently. Okay, I, I have I have made a really crucial mistake on this program here. I've got the Air another Comfort Solutions. No, I've made the Air Comfort Solutions. Yeah, right. Another one again? I've got the Air Comfort Solutions text uh, lineup while the show is going on, and these two just came in. Uh, 580 Nate just totally redeemed himself. Can't even tell you where the Hobby Lobby is, said no married man ever. That is true. <laughs> no, I, I will defend you in saying I was uh, when I was at the University of Tulsa, I never left campus. Right, and someone someone would say, "Hey, have you ever been? To, uh, have you been to Ron's?" I'm like, "No, no. Where is it? It's like it's on Fifteenth Street." I'm like, "I don't know. It's like that's four blocks from the university. Yeah, I I don't leave the school." See, I'm 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 not I'm, not, I'm the opposite. Mm. I, I get around Norman. I I like Norman, okay. but I just Hobby Lobby is just not something that uh, entices a twenty year old college student. That's right. That's right. Hobby Lobby, and then I think there's the bookstore that's next to it. Yeah. Now there just, is our good friends at Brown Shoe Fit, which you need to go check out for your shoes. 100%. And there's a pool place over there. Mm-hmm. And you're always in that Chick Fil A, and there's Freddy's next to it. But ah, I completely understand. And then, uh, and then there was there was one more. This is from the 405, sir. You need to give yourself a name because this is a fantastic text. He writes, so they can attract more fans. Can we? Please build a new baseball stadium next to the new arena by the interstate. <laughs> very, very funny, sir. Very funny. No, we're not doing this today, Kendall. We, uh, we're not doing this today. It's not what's going to happen. I would challenge and say someone said it was full during the Tubbs and Samson era. It's like, I think, you know, this is what I brought up yesterday. And I think, I don't know if it got misconstrued or what, but I said, I said the Billy Tubbs era was special. I mean, it was it was something that is just it's it's hard to emulate because it was just so special, right? And you had teams playing for championships, and it was an exciting brand of basketball that was pretty new. It was it was pretty new. You didn't have teams that were running up and down the court like that in college basketball. It was new and it was fun. And I feel like you know I said it. It seems like everyone says, well, it's not Billy Ball now. That's not a knock on Billy Ball. It just magnifies the excitement level of what Billy Tubbs was able to do. So I, I can't challenge it, but I, I've been to, I went to a lot of games during the Kelvin Sampson era to where I would find myself a little disappointed in what the crowd looked like. I'm so, honestly surprised. This is your fault, Kendall, by the way. I'm surprised the crowds haven't really showed up for Porter. I feel like Porter has put together a pretty exciting basketball team this year. I think I think this I team too. is very fun to watch, and so I've been kind of surprised by the crowds this year. Travis brings up a good point too on the super secret Textoso line. The team shouldn't have to be a national championship contender to fill an arena. It's not like that anywhere else in the country. Some would argue though that it took Alabama consistently being like in that top ten in order to get the crowds that they're having. I think Sean has brought up a really good point. It's like, hey, look at the non-conference schedule. I mean, are you going out of your way to go watch? Oh, you play North Carolina A&T or whatever. And not every game can be a banger because if you come out of there, you're 5-5 five and five on the season. But right. I, excuse, I mean, I'm not saying it's all excuses, but it's just it's, it's interesting to see how, and this has been a constant conversation, how anything that involves this basketball team 
anything that involves a new arena suddenly has branches that lead to, well, you need this, you need that, why isn't this happening? I remember back in the day, blah, blah, blah. All right, quick break. When we come back, I, I've got some portal stuff here, nothing breaking, and an interesting take, an interesting perspective from um, a sitting head coach in college football about where we are in the world of cheating. That's next, right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Pierce is in today for Josh Helmer, who is getting his Christmas break in a little bit early. Big day today, too. It's the uh, office luncheon, so it's a little bit of celebration. A little different world, though, um, here at the Ref Sports Radio Network than it was at iHeartMedia. I was going to say, iHeartMedia, you might have a couple salespeople come stumbling in during your show. You're like, whoa, you are faded, bro. Meanwhile, this is a much different world here, so I don't think we'll have to worry about Luann or <laughs> Perry stumbling in here during the program today. Do you want to – okay, your choice. Your Air Comfort Solutions text line is on fire because it's all Kendall's fault um, with, the, with the situation involving the arena, which has been this show for like a week. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm over it because I feel like we're just getting started on that front. But I, I did tease this from Washington State head coach Jake Dickert, and I'm really glad someone sent it to us because I saw it I saw it last night, and I think it was in the original notes for the show that are currently sitting on my desk at home. I, I mean, you don't get a chance. Yeah, we can see pictures on the text line, by the way. We, you haven't had a chance to check in on this, chime in on this, but you, you cool if maybe we hit pause on the arena conversation and talk about tampering here real quick? This is your show. It's our show. It's our show. I I would love to talk about this. That's what I tell Josh all the time. It says the Plank Show, but in 2023, this is going to become Plank and Josh. Like an episode of Drake and Josh. That that was probably even before you, wasn't it? No, I I watched a little bit of Drake and Josh. That was on the back end of their time. I haven't spoiled this game. Franklin and Brock are currently, they're re-airing their 3A Division I state championship game, uh, and I've got it on Bally. Don't you guys dare text in and tell me what happens. I know you will. But you said you actually ran cross country near Brock before, or yeah, at Brock. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple cross country meets back ah. in my, my junior high days over at Brock. Well, real, a f- real small school. It's a fun game. We're talking high school football in about fifteen minutes from now. Brad Beller is going to join us, Washington head football coach, uh, as we put a wrap on their championship celebration. But okay, here we go. This is Jake Dickert. He is the Washington State head football coach, talking about tampering. And kind of some of the struggles he that they've had. Shuffling around, we talked about putting a stake in the ground, you know, and you got to stand for something. And I think that's important. And you stand for each other, most importantly. And you know, the biggest thing I said, you need strength. Look at me. I'm going to show you strength as a leader. Let's keep going. And and the team knows the team, you know. So you just seeing the energy and the vibe. It, it's it's back. It's where we need it to be. We had a great practice this morning. I thought Saturday was one of the sharpest good-on-good practices we've had in a long time, getting ourselves ready to go. But there's immense uh, challenges, Colton, to what this portal and this NLI provides. Okay, there's more tampering going on than you could ever imagine. Okay, We've had guys contact our players' parents. We had, we had a coach from another school contact one of our players and offer him NIL, a coach. Okay, So there's more things going on behind the scenes 
that you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine the things that are happening right now to try to pry our players away from this place. Okay, and it's, uh, it's, it's stunning, it's amazing, it's the new thing that, you know, I guess comes with this portal transformation, uh, but it, it's not right. And who's gonna regulate it? Who's regulating this stuff? You know, so there's challenges that we're facing that I obviously are extremely disappointed with with what other teams and other programs and the collectives maybe act, you know, on their own behalf, but to try to get to our players' parents and offering money and opportunities and stuff, it's just, it's unacceptable to me. Okay, there's a very simple fix to this. Whoa, breaking news, the Jets are starting Zach Wilson this weekend. Man. We need to talk about a quick 180 on that. Okay, here's the very simple fix. And we have talked about this incessantly on this program, and if you're tired of hearing about it, it's fine. But you have to make the penalty for tampering more severe than what it is. And it's that simple. It's that simple. Because the bottom line is, I don't think most coaches care to penalize tampering that much. No. They're fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's tampering. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to. It is what it is. Whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. But for guys at places like Washington State, we could go down the list. Washington State, my alma mater, the University of Tulsa. You know, you get a good – I'm looking at this kid that's in the portal from Rhode Island and things of that nature. You get a player that pops after year one, I mean, you've got to have one hell of a culture at a mid-major in order to make sure that, that that young man doesn't end up somewhere else rather quickly. And And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that idea. I'm not at all. That's what – the portal is all about is to try to better your situation. But you want you want tampering to not be an issue instead of making it, I don't know, a speeding ticket or a not having your seatbelt on, make it capital punishment. I mean, I, I just I know that that's going from zero to 100, but if it's really that It'll big of a problem, it. stop it. It'll stop it. Now, you you got coaches that could get show causes from something like that. Here's the other part of it too, and and just to be clear, you got you got to prove it. Okay, you you can go to a press conference, and I could sit there and be like, I got people calling, they're going to get my kids, and they're offering them all this money. That's great. You got to be able to show that evidence, right? You, you just can't. You can't just you can't just go say this guy did this. You guys should everybody go. He didn't name him, right. obviously, which which does help. But they took her jobs. You just can't sit there and yell yeah. it. You got to actually go out and prove it. So. Show me something. But I, yeah, I, I I'm glad whomever brought that up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line today. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I really wanted to get into it. And I think it's one of the most fascinating sidebars, if you were byproducts, which would whichever way you want to phrase it to what the transfer portal is because and guys don't necessarily have to talk to coaches they can talk to their friends you know hey what are you making over there yeah exactly i mean so what, 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 what what's it like over there how much do you think they could give me maybe a true definition of what tampering is considered would be interesting to see if the ncaa wants to head down that road but i just if the ncaa is wanting to get out of the world of enforcement 
then they're not going to do anything about it. No. No. Is what it is. One of the worst takes ever, but fits for just about everything. All right. 951. We got back on the clock. Brad Beller joins us in 10 minutes. Air Comfort Solutions text line is in your mind is tampering something that needs to be addressed. Issues that need to be resolved. Is it a problem in college football? We'll talk about it more right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Don't ruin this for me. Brock and Franklin are tied up at seven right now. In the what did I say this was? Three A one, four A one, Texas football. Three A, I believe. So is there a dummy question here? We're watching the Valley Sports is replaying one of the state championship games from last night. Pierce, as a Texan, has played at all levels. Of course. Of course. But was there for the Ditton Geyer game against DeSoto last week. So we're talking a little bit about that. If you missed it, it'll be uh, in the first segment of the podcast at ref, uh, krefsports.com. I'm sorry, kref.com. This is this is where I'm not very smart. Just I like, call myself out. Is Our Twitter feed is at krefsports. Our website is kref.com. I'm usually going to – at some point I'm going to figure it out. But it's been fun to watch it. Now, speaking of high school football, Brad Beller is going to join us. Don't have a lot of time here. Your Comfort Solutions texts have been absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you people don't like Beth Mowens. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen this, eight? No, I saw that. I, I, don't, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand it. I've, They're very upset. I get it. I get it. Um, I mean, I get that they're upset. I don't. I mean, you could do a lot worse than Beth Mowens. Someone said, "What did OSU and Wisconsin do to deserve Beth Mowens calling their bowl game?" I mean, geez, calm down, peeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, Brad Ballard joins us. It's the Plank Show.